The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Oink for your sausages, Piggy. Oink, oink. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oink for your sausages, Tom. Oink, oink, oink. Hey, guys. Who the fuck are my kids? What a surprise. Ken doesn't know where his kids are. I'm sorry, it's confidential. From the CEO? Yes. Okay, if this focus group isn't real, I'm going to take you apart like a human string cheese. Understood. You love me. F*** you. Even though I don't love you. And without Daddy around to protect you, I'm going to eat you all. One by f***ing one. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, well, I'm an adult and I'm important because I work for a man with glasses. Is he a Jew, by the way? Oh, come on. What? It's just a simple, friendly, slightly racist question. It's a bit dry in here. Do you have any jokes? Um, uh, uh well, let me think. Uh, oh, dry as f***ing dust. Uh, come on! And he gave him a ring and he made him dress up like his dead wife. Wow. Plot twist. Didn't see that coming. Congratulations on 50 years at the top of the biz. I love you, Dad. That was perfect. You want to try one more? If it was perfect, why would I want one more? The truth is that my father is a malignant presence, a bully and a liar, and he was fully personally aware of these events for many years and made efforts to hide and cover up. I love you, but you are not serious people. Yes, in News Talk today, the water cooler chat is all about last night's succession finale. Technology correspondent Jess Kelly, Lunchtime Live's Andrea Gilligan and off the balls, Joe Malloy, all with me in studio. Spoiler alert, you have been warned. Jess Kelly, what did you think? Oh my days, it was just sensational. It was everything I wanted it to be. And not to be that person, but I totally predicted what was going to happen. Oh, did you know, Jess? Do you want to know how I knew? How did you know? Because Tom is the only main character that doesn't use an iPhone. Explain. (laughs) Apple have this thing, right, where if you're a bad guy in a film or in a TV show, you're not allowed to use an iPhone. They have loads of rules. So if, for example, there's an iPhone in a TV show or in a movie, it can't be in a case. It has to be the bare iPhone. But also, if you're a bad guy, you can't be using an Apple device. And Tom is using the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra. Well, that, sorry. Now, sorry, Jess. The implication there is that all the rest are good guys. I mean... Tom is the biggest dose of them all. And he is, he is the new Logan. And if you watch it... As I have done under a microscope, he is playing chess throughout and he is the rightful successor to Logan Roy. Joe, is he? Um, you, can, you can say it's rubbish if you want. Just one I'll fight back, but go on. Yeah, of course it's rubbish. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Tom is headed for a whole new level of hell. But he wants it. He doesn't understand what's about to happen. We don't always want what's good for us. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing about Tom's scenario right now which is actually good. There are no winners here. This is losers across the board. That is the point oh. of this. This is a, a tragedy for all concerned. So Tom thinks he's won. Tom's locked in a loveless marriage uh-huh. where his wife is about to manipulate him at every turn. And then when he goes into work, He's hanging out with his boss who wants to sleep with his wife and who is going to make his life a living hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, there will be a bunch of underlings just trying to kill Tom. Th- the next 20 years of Tom's life aren't good. So I don't know. I, I don't see him as a winner. I, I, like I looked at Tom and Shiv driving away as much as he enjoyed people going up to him and bowing to the new king for those few minutes. I mean, that's Tom's dream come mm-hmm. true. But I watched him drive away and I thought, 
I mean, you're just one step above Kendall in the misery stakes here. Ooh, wow. I, 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 I have so many thoughts and feelings. I disagree right. entirely. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, come back to that. Go on, Andrea. Like, it's probably one of the first episodes I watched where I really wanted the kids to win. Like, I really wanted Kendall and Shiv and, and Roman. which one of them? Did you, did you want no, it to pan out the way they so agreed? Anno- I was so annoyed at Shiv Kendall. last night. I was like, Shiv, you bitch. Like, I really was annoyed at her last night. Like, Why? I just, she, I just really felt she let them down. Like, she should have just stuck with them. Kendall wouldn't have been able to yeah. do it, though. This is the point. No, I know, but sure, none of them would have been able to do it. But but that's why it's great and Tom's the I winner. wanted a happy ending. And for me, the happy ending in this case was going to be the three kids were finally going to get along and I put an end to the sibling You couldn't have a happy ending. No. You? I, I think that's why the finale is so good. I do agree with you, Jess, that it delivered. Yeah, yeah it was it's, brilliant. It's great in that it held its nerve. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of great shows, as momentum builds up, there's a pressure to really deliver something a bit different in the finale. Yeah. Mm. And it's all out of kilter with what we've seen. Whereas if you listen to um, Kendall Roy, a.k.a. Jeremy Strong, and, and uh, Jesse Armstrong, the creator, I mean, often it's discussed as to whether this is a comedy or mm. a drama, mm. whereas they are absolute, uh, particularly Jeremy Strong, this is a tragedy. It's Shakespearean, yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah this is a tragedy. And so if suddenly we got a happy ending... And all the characters behaved in a way that they hadn't behaved in for the previous four seasons and their whole lives. I would like. I thought it was, you know, the kitchen scene which people like as they revert to childhood, and, and it's a moment. Mm. I love that. Yeah, yeah. For, for me that didn't ring through. I think they're all too damaged to even find a way back to that period of their lives. I was, I was a touch crossed arms at that. I have mm-hmm. to say that didn't ring true to me. They're, they're too damaged. They're too far gone to yeah. even remember the childhood. But um, on the tragedy point. Uh, they had to lose. Like, they, if they had suddenly cooperated, mm. it would have made a farce of the whole thing. A, but a, a little bit. I did not think Tom was going to win. Like you say, okay, no, aside from your whole what phone he was using, you could tell. But like for me, I just I did. I watched it last night. I was up to the last six or seven minutes. I hadn't a clue I was going to. Mm. Do you know what though? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very naive. You, I kind of felt that Tom's role is useful idiot yeah, yeah. in this relationship going forward yeah. and 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 tom doesn't re- tom doesn't have the self awareness this is why uh roman's my favorite character is because he's the most self aware totally. i find you know what i mean he in, 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 he he was the quickest to realize that they're all horrible people yeah, that yeah. shiv does as well yeah. on some level eventually realize they're all horrible but kendall i don't think ever does did you interpret roman's smile over the martini jerry's favorite drink by the way so that's a yeah. whole level of warped there <laughs> I, I, I love that did yeah. you but did you interpret his smile of, as a sense of I'm actually free of this. Yeah, yes. totally. Yes. I'm free. 100%. The only loser yeah. is Kendall. Everyone else is a winner. Tom is the winner because he's CEO. Shiv is the winner because she gets that picture perfect. She's with the CEO. They're having a baby. She also gets to call the shots, even though Madsen didn't want her to call the shots. So she's still in the firm. Roman is happy because he's free, but he sees that Jerry is coming mm. back in. So he's happy as Larry. Yeah. The only loser is the eldest boy. And Connor's wife, who might have to be stuck with him. Oh, that was really <laughs> grim as well. I mean, Actually, sorry. the sticker scene yeah. was one of my favourite scenes. When they put the sticker on Greg's forehead. Burn. I love like, that like scene. In terms of punching above their weight, Connor and Willa, like her face when Roman <laughs> says, but the presidential thing isn't a done deal. So, yeah. you know, he mightn't be moving. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> what what call am it? I the, doing here? The two-week itch. Yeah. Um, every <laughs> the, scene they're in is gold. I would just say that I think Tom's going to be sacked in a year, 18 months. Yeah, but I, I don't but think that matters. Know. He comes out on top in this instance. Oh, he in this is instance. the successor yes. the to Logan oh, listen, Roy. He's had a great day. 
but he's not going to have a good year. But he doesn't want to be happy. It's the same with, True. you know the scene where Roman is hugging Kendall and he's opening his stitches yeah. in on the shoulder. That's an act of self-harm, right? And mm-hmm. to be a bit grim about it for a second, I actually think that Tom is a bit of a sucker for that as well. He's a glutton for punishment. He wants to be the punching bag. He was willing to go to jail to stay in favour of people. He's completely like Play-Doh. He will be yeah. whatever anyone wants him to be. I don't think anyone wants him to be happy. Therefore, I don't think could, he wants to be happy. So I take your points. I think, could we meet in the middle here? I, I overreacted perhaps when you said winner. Mm. I don't think anyone's a winner. No. It's not as bad as Kendall. And maybe he's not a loser in the way I'm portraying it. But winner's too strong. He's, won, he's possibly that, yeah. won the battle, but they all lose the war. Yeah. The so scene where so. they sit in the restaurant, Tom and Matt's. Oh, it's disgusting. So good. And it's yeah, it's but there there is something like there is that like total diverse view of like it's so sick and the line about why don't I get what was it? Why don't I get her The guy the, who put the, the baby the, the in her the guy who put the baby in her to be the CEO. <laughs> yeah. What a creep. Like it's it makes you sick, but you just look at Tom and he just sits there and he just he takes it because he, he knows she would do the same thing. But there's yeah. a bit of the Mike Pence's about it, you know. Like, I I can't be in a room with another woman. You know what I mean? Like the sexual energy, it's just oh, it's yeah. too it's too much so as well gross. for me to deal with. And, you know? and these he, women and their sexual energy around me. And it's he so was distracting. He was so beautifully testing. How pathetic is Tom? Yeah. 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 What is he willing to take? What's he gonna what is yeah, exactly who's he gonna throw under the bus? And it's like, the exact opposite of the the magazine cover of Shiv being the puppet master. So Shiv is the puppet master in that cartoon yeah. and it really got on Junior Man's skin. Mm. Whereas, as I said a second ago, Tom is just Play-Doh and can be made into whatever the hell needs the, the, the situation needs. And I think that's the key difference. I think that was, like, in a way, as sick as it was, it was probably one of my favourite scenes of the show last night. Um, and I loved the whole divvying out of the will and the antique collection and the stickers. I mean, can you just, like, just picture yeah. that happening? I thought that was brilliant. Like, I loved that going around deciding, you know, whether you wanted some candlestick or something to, <laughs> to keep as a memory yeah. from the apartment. Who, Joe, is your favourite character? Tom. Tom, yeah, by too. distance. I feel he steals every scene he's in across mm-hmm. four years. Every scene he's in. Matthew McFadden is... Yeah, proper. Like it was interesting. I watched um, an anatomy of a scene around Logan Roy's death, and in advance, the writing team uh, very much wanted to do this because, like that whole. Um, I mean, I think the the three best episodes in the series: the finale, election night, and of course Logan Roy's death. Mm-hmm. And they like that was the classic bait and switch. You think it's an episode about Connor? Yeah, it's actually not about Connor. And and like that's how death, modern death, tends to happen. We're a bit surprised. Mobile phones to ears. But what was so interesting is they had very much pictured it as the kids in a in a state of uh, confusion, caught unawares, like not we don't get to see the plane. Yeah, it was meant to be the plan, just to really heighten that sense of powerlessness that they had. But they fe- they they Jesse Armstrong said Matthew McFadden was so good in the plane, we just had to include it. Yeah, and I feel like that's him mm-hmm. in a microcosm. There's not a scene he's in. That he doesn't steal. Like even when he was talking to Shiv, like, you know, do you, and do you know who the new CEO is? He beautifully overacts that uh-huh. so that she gets suspicious. So then he starts going, oh, but, but you should know. I mean, it's me, you know. Uh, and like, it's just, it's, and, you know, it, I think the richness of this is it will have great rewatchability if that's yeah. even yeah, a yeah, phrase. But, um, and like obviously him and Greg, everything they did was laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Like anytime they were in a scene walking down a hall, I sat up a bit straighter and said, like, and when Greg slaps him, I mean, just. <laughs> Sorry, the fight. Can we uh, talk about the fight? Yeah. Like, I've heard a few people say the they thought, 
thought they were going to kiss. Yeah. Like it was just going <laughs> to descend or ascend, I'm not sure yeah. which, into something like sexual. And, yeah, you could um, see him And like even the way, I know, like obviously he's an actor so he didn't come up with it, but to put the sticker on Greg, but even I actually can I just say so I've been good. looking at some of the um, a fantastic post on Twitter earlier this morning from somebody saying the best laziest Halloween costume this year is going to be Greg in that scene in yeah. a suit with a sticker, with a sticker on your on forehead. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's amazing! True. Like that's true. absolutely amazing. But no, Tom, I totally agree with you. Tom, Tom is, is your by, favorite oh, character by far. Yeah, and and then Greg. I yeah. love the two of them. They were just yeah. brilliant. Like, and even the scene around you're the best paid um, uh, PA, like a two hundred thousand euro, and your yeah. man's absolutely raging, potentially <laughs> losing this gig. Yeah. Brilliant. They were just super. Like, it's such a good show. I'm just, I'm, I'm so sorry that it's it's finished. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I'm glad that they didn't do a house of cards on it and overrun it Ruin to it. death. Yeah, yeah, that would have totally. been terrible. They just needed to. It was I, done. I think they've got too much integrity to do that. And like on Greg, I mean. Nicholas Braun I, I I need to see in real life is he as self-conscious with his he kinda body he kind of is and the interview you see is him he? in he's okay. just he is exactly like Greg he's just so dorky and nerdy yeah. but you know that there's like a big Thanks thing on Instagram old. of girls following him around New York and like they send it to that Dumois account of where Greg is uh, Cousin Greg they all call him Cousin Greg on yeah. Instagram of where he's having brunch and that apparently then becomes the hot spot Stop. in New York for people to go to because awkward Cousin Greg was there it's like Joe and Kildare I've heard that. I've heard that all right, Jess. You paid a lot of money to have brunch in different... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's your favourite character, Jess? The slime puppy Roman. Uh, Yeah. I just think he is so Jess's opinion is the right one. (laughs) He's just... I think he is somebody who, as you said earlier on, he has the most self-awareness. He knows he's gross. And I also loved when him and Kendall had that fight scene on the boardroom and he just sits up onto the boardroom table with his legs crossed. And he's like, we never had it. Like, we didn't have it. We're nothing. We're nothing. Yeah. Like, we're nothing. And yeah. I think he We're not serious that, people. It's yeah. like... It's that, it goes back to that. Yeah. That, that, that was the, the line from the previous episode that was just ringing in my head through that whole scene was just like, this is, this is that prediction playing out yeah. in real time. Yeah. It, we really... And, and like that, Roman's realisation, again, like he's the, he's the one for self-realisation, the realisation, you know... He's right. We are not serious people. Yeah. We are not. Yeah, we can't do it. I just think, and even at the end of the previous episode where he walked into the protesters, that freaked me out because I thought that Roman was in a, a very, very dark place. And obviously he was. And I think he sought out to get beat up and all the rest. And when the, when, uh, what's his face, Kendall and Shiv go to the mother's house mm. and Roman is is completely beaten up and they're sitting around that table. I think he knew at that stage it was a done deal. Like regardless of what happens, they weren't going to come out victorious. And the little chat he and Shiv had when Kendall's off swimming about, you know, they could murder Kendall and they could supersede him. But I think he knew deep down they just didn't have the numbers. It wasn't going to work. Yeah, Roman as well, he's he's the most, because he's self-aware, he's the most full of self-loathing. Mm. on some level you know what I mean because he, he realises that he's a horrible person that he's morally vacuous mm. like it's like the, you know the, the curse of kind of being mad and realising you're mad mm. yeah. you know that most people don't suffer you yeah. know um, so it is an amazing it has been an amazing series um, is it groundbreaking or just really popular well, interestingly, I was reading it has half the number of viewers this season than Game of Thrones and The Sopranos in their final seasons. Wow. So in like in, in and that's in the US, I think, as opposed to globally, I suspect by dint of the world we live in yeah. now, it's it's maybe getting more viewers across the world. Sopranos is maybe an unfair comparison 
there wasn't the same fragmentation of, yeah. of the market. Of, yeah. Yeah, like. yeah, but Game of Thrones, um, I mean, that's interesting. That's a kind of a fairer comparison. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's groundbreaking, but I mean, it's just... But it's very good. <laughs> bloody extraordinary. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I, I don't know if you've been listening to the um, official podcast. Yeah. And those things are usually a dud. Oh, but, but this is good though, yeah. This is really good. I haven't good. listened to any of it. Yeah, yeah, I really would. The cast, yeah. it's... It, the cast are just beyond impressive. Uh-huh. Like, for instance, um, the guy who plays Uncle Ewan was on af- uh, on the back of the eulogy episode, the funeral yeah. episode. I, mean, I was blown away by him. So, I mean, they were asking, well, how did you, you know, the eulogy, it's one of the great moments. And like watching that, whew, everyone was. Oh. So he's been suffering terribly with long COVID. Didn't think he could do it. Couldn't remember a bloody thing. Rehearsals, a disaster. He's got literally 600 fellow actors people judging him he was yeah. mortified and he stood up and the two takes he had to nail he knocked it out of the park it was an amazing interview and then uh, the guy who played Matson was so like it was just fantastically like thoughtful as well about everything his character was doing and I mean we have to mention Jeremy Strong like his mm. performances are just kind of off the charts and and like it struck me as like the reason there's so much bad TV it's, it's hard to get so many good people in a room mm. who'll give and take yeah. and and so you know, he was talking, for instance, that scene with the three kids where they tear each other apart at the end where it's 6-6. Six, six. Mm. So he said, in the script, that's end scene. And he said, so he's kind of full method and they all hate working with him. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a nightmare to work with. Yeah. But he said, he's so imbued in the character. He said, Kendall, I, I, it, was, it wasn't end scene for me. So if he starts walking back into the boardroom, He's got a director who says, okay, keep it going. He's got a cameraman who's alive to it. He's got the empty suits, gaw- you know, they're gawking. They stay in in character. He goes back into the boardroom. Everybody rolls with it. Like Frank is brilliant. It's like, Frank, you know, you <laughs> lost it. You yeah. never had it. You know, it's six, seven, it's over. Like Frank's not like, Jeremy, what are you doing? The scene's over. Yeah. You know, all of this thing, stuff's going on. And he was even saying that final scene where he's looking out in the water, the interviewer said to him, like, I thought you were going to jump. And he said, oh, I did climb the railing. <laughs> That was a choice I made and Jesse, we fought in it and so that was taken out, but I did. Um, so like I like the cast, the, the, the direction on so many levels, it's just beyond belief good. The choices they make, the things they do. I think the Logan Roy death episode is like chief amongst the brilliance of, of highlighting that. But then the cast, like they are right up there. Mm-hmm. To the point where of all of them, I don't know what you guys think. Can Jeremy Strong ever play another character again in his career? I found it weird seeing him in things. He's in um, The Big Short and we watched that recently after being like immersed in the succession and all you can think of is Kendall, 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 Kendall. Because he does embody it but I would love to see what they do next and the woman who plays Jerry put up on Instagram a shot of them like in between takes of succession and she just said a group of great actors waiting for their next gig. Yeah. You know, and that's what it comes down to. He's going on Broadway next year if you're interested in seeing him. Oh. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about Shiv's kind of side eye no angle no we can't I love it <laughs> but we actually can't let's Why? just keep talking Why? because it's a podcast because there's yeah because <laughs> that's the point we're at you know this is the classic this is why this is why uh, one of the reasons that it was so good is that it was on a, a kind of a mainstream broadcaster and they couldn't indulge in yeah. 25 episodes over 10 seasons yeah. like podcasts and like on Netflix and we're much beholden <laughs> by the same constraints so I'm afraid we'll have to leave it there. Uh, Jess Kelly, Andrea Gilligan, Joe Malloy. Listen, folks, thanks a million. Thank you. Thank you. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.